Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Scarlett, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Good evening, Kosi. All right, all right. Good evening, everyone. Um, we're going to get started very soon. We'll just wait for our speakers and a couple more planners. Thank you so much. All right, good evening, everyone. Um, welcome once more. Um, please, Mr. Femi, kindly accept our speaker invites. All right. So we'll just get started right away. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Twitter space um, again. This is Aya Gigs. Um, we hold these Twitter spaces to have conversations around tech in general, around freelancing, career, you know, and generally the, um, the Web3 space. So thanks for join, joining us. Um, I have my co-host co here with me, um, Scarlett. Scarlett, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our Twitter space this week. All right, so today our conversation is going to be around the gig economy and how the gig economy is facilitating wealth for Africans. And we have two prolific people here who will be talking to us or um, leading this conversation. Right, we have Dr. Deepbo. Dr. Deepbo, can you hear me? Hi, yes, I can. Hi, good evening. Good evening, Dr. Deepbo. If you've been on Twitter for wow this is like one of the accounts you most likely know um it's very popular around these parts right um and one of our speakers as well the other speaker is olufemi hassan mr femi can you hear me yes i can good evening all right good evening so we'll just get started um right away all right, Scarlett, do you want to start with some questions for our speakers? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, all right, so let's let's get right into it. Um, the first question goes to uh, Femi. So this is an introductory question into the subject of tonight's events, right? So uh, the first question is, what is the gig economy? We hear about the gig economy, like it's uh, a different economy. Is it a different sector of the economy? So what exactly is the gig economy? And what is the whole idea 
uh, surrounding the gig economy. Uh, you, Femi. Uh, thank you very much, um, Scarlett. So, well, at a very high level, um, the, gig, the gig economy, I would describe it as a free market system in which sort of temporary positions are um, organizations today hire independent workers for short-time commitment. Um, so I, I guess the term gig, I think we'll start with the term gig. So the term gig actually is a slang word for a job that lasts only a short period of time. You know, back in the day, that, that term was being used by musicians to define a performance um, engagement. But today we've seen that evolve into, um, you know, the, the, the broader scale. So generally, the gig economy revolves around the, the tendency or, or this whole paradigm shift where organizations, um, you know, would reach out to you know, a pool of talents, um, irrespective of locations or, or, or regions or, or countries to, you know, to fulfill against um, small tasks or, you know, pieces of, you know, or, or job, basically. And there is, we're starting to see that um, organizations go down this route to either, you know, introduce cost savings, so where they, they think a piece of work doesn't require, you know, hiring somebody full-time to do that, um, you know, to carry out that piece of work. And then in the other side of the scale is where we're starting to see an increase in, in talent wanting to leverage the opportunities um, of the gig market or the gig economy where they can, you know, they can be a lot more flexible um, with organizations. They're not necessarily roped into any long-term contracts. They can move between jobs. But ultimately, the gig, the gig economy is supported by the whole idea of being able to work flexibly. And we've seen that actually increase since the, since the um, COVID-19 pandemic, where people um, you know, feel, I could be in Nigeria, I can be in Ghana, I can be in anywhere, any part of the world, and work for an, on a, um, for an organization, either for a definite period of time or, you know, or years, however, you know, the, the term of the engagement. So we're starting to see that um, paradigm shift. It's pretty not, uh, pretty much not a new um, market. I'd say it evolved over time. So, and some of the examples of you know um, organizations that are literally pushing the whole concepts of the gig economy are things you know organizations like Fiverr, um, TaskRabbit um, is, is is obviously one of them. So if you're a gig, or if you're a talent, um, or a freelancer, um, you know. With a with a background or skill sets that revolves around home improvements, um, projects, building, development, and things like that, you know, then TaskRabbit becomes a tool to go to. We've seen Uber as well. Uber falls into that category, so it means that I don't necessarily need to work for Uber as an organization. I can only leverage on on the opportunity that Uber provides. So I just need to get a car or hire a car, rent a car, and you know, um, carry out my you know, and work and earn money. And the idea is that I, you can, I mean, Uber, for instance, is an organi is a global organization. In the traditional way, you probably needed to be local to Uber to be able to work. But we've seen businesses scale that even in Nigeria, you work, you know, probably a couple of hours, you earn enough you know, enough money to, to, you know, to get you by. So that in a nutshell is, you know, how I'd like to describe what the gig economy is. Thank you.
I think our host is having network issues. Um, Scarlett, um, do you want to try connecting? Okay. Yeah, I think she's dropped off. All right. Can you can you all hear me? Yep. Hi, Femi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I think it's there's a bit of a lag. Can you yeah. hear me? Yeah. Yes, I can. Um, I mean, I don't know what exactly is going on. All right. Uh, um, can you hear me, please? Yes. Yes, I can. Hear yes, you. I can. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, network is shaky. All right, um, Doctor Dipo, I was asking a question, right? In your own opinion, you know, and as an economy has affected the global economy right and how work is done in general right because prior to now work has been you know on site you know the typical go to the office and work um now that we have the gig economy how do you think it has affected how work is done and the economy in general yeah um i mean i'm not sure i'm not sure i did you know hear the entire question but um, if the question is how the gig economy has affected, you know, affected the world, I, I definitely, you know, can can respond to that. So I think the starting point is actually, um, you know, to focus on the kinds of jobs that people actually do in the gig economy. So you have freelance graphic designers, you have freelance website developers, you have freelance programmers, um, social media marketers. Um, you know, you have resume writers, copywriters, you have home tutors, you know, all of these are roles that people actually, um, you know, people actually do on a free freelance basis. Um, so, yeah, now it's, you know, you can actually get a job remotely, you can actually work remotely. And I think this is something that a lot of young people have actually um, benefited from of, of you know actually taking advantage of so there are people who you know so at i impact careers for example we have share um sherry fat on this call you know who is one of our cyber security who is our cyber security tutor you know at i impact careers and guess what she is based in canada you know teaching students and delegates who are based in nigeria you know and some of them based in the uk we have other faculty members who teach people from across the world. And this can only happen, you know, because of, you know, the penetration of the internet in the last, you know, few decades. And of course, because um, there are platforms like Zoom, platforms like Teams, you know, and other platforms like Slack, WhatsApp, that actually makes communication a bit easier. Um, so it has had a very positive, you know, all of these transformations, all of these, you know, digital assets and tools had a very positive, um, you know, impact on the gig economy and, of course, you know, on, on the world in general. 
Um, I hope I hope that answers your question. Um, yes, it does to a very large um, extent. Um, so I'm just going to like you know continue in that light and just you know ask a follow-up question, right? So now that you've talked about how um, you know the gear economy is affecting work and you know the global economy. Now, more specifically for us as Africans, how do you think, right? The um, theme of this space is the gig economy facilitating wealth for Africans. As an African that you are, and I'm sure you work with Africans, how do you think that the gig economy has, you know, helped Africans um, grow wealth, specifically for us as Africans? How has the gig economy helped Africans, you know, facilitate wealth, Dr. Gibo? Yeah, ultimately, so so it's 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 about the opportunities available out there. It's about you know again graphic designers, freelance graphic designers, freelance web website developers, freelance digital marketers, freelance to you know freelance tech faculty members. You know all of these people actually work remotely, and they are able to earn an income and build wealth, you know, even whilst being in any part of Africa or across Europe or even in North America. So, you know, you basically can, and yes, indeed, we, we, we um, work with a lot of, um, a lot of young Africans, um, you know, who are based in Africa or those who are even based in the diaspora and people earn decent money, people earn decent money, you know, by doing jobs and taking up gigs on Fiverr, on Upwork, on Freelancer.com, on authentic jobs, you know, Angel List, um, Stack Overflow, Working Nomads, you know, the list goes on and on and on. The opportunities are there. So long as you can actually prove yourself, so long as you can actually do a job, do a task and deliver, you know, that presents you with an opportunity to even do a bigger job. And that way, you know, young Africans can actually get involved in decent work, earn some income and build wealth, um, you know, by actually engaging in those, in those, um, you know, really taking up those, those job opportunities. I hope that answers the question. Yes, very well. Thank you so much. Um, Scarlett, please, you want to go with your next set of questions? Yes, yes, I do. So uh, thank you very much, Dr. Dipo. I, I do have some questions for um, Femi. So uh, in the past, we, we've always used the word gig. And um, we didn't know that today there's go- there was going to be something like COVID. And then after COVID, the gig economy becomes you know, a full-blown economy and we begin to earn from it, right? Previously, we used to just say i have a gig or have a gig for you gig and basically any little small task was a gig but you know we have it as a huge um income flow income source today right so what do you think is the future of the gig economy is there a future for the gig economy do you see a a convergence or a divergence between nine to five jobs and um, the gig the um, freelance section um, yeah, thanks for the question, um, Scarlett. So I think just to paint a bit of a picture, um, let's let's do a bit of numbers, right? So I was doing a bit of um, research a few weeks ago um, around Mastercard, 
And quite interestingly, they said that the, the global transactions just this year, has, I'm sorry, for this year and next year, will increase by 70, um, 17%. And that's in, in actual currency value. That goes up to about $455 billion by, by next year. And this is all financed by the gig economy. Now, and, you know, that's a huge statement, right? So, you know, when you see numbers like that floating around, it tells you that there really is a paradigm shift. So, quote-unquote, the gig economy definitely has a future, right? And the world didn't realize what we were getting into. You know, everything was all traditional until the pandemic, where organizations started to see that shift. You know, I used to work for a company where you couldn't work from home. Now that, you know, just before the lockdown, after the lockdown, they are the ones, like, they are forcing everyone into contracts where you must work from home, if at all, come into the office once or twice. Now, what we are seeing is the fact that the whole gig economy, the ability for you to not necessarily to be tied to an organization, but to be able to work for organization irrespective of the location or the country that you are based and earn a lot of money, is also even affecting the traditional nine-to-five. So what that means is that there is definitely a shift Companies are starting to see things differently, right? You know, it, it, it's and it's also opening um, doors for organizations to, you know, to, to have access to a wider pool of talents, right? So back in the day, it used to be, if we need to hire, if we're looking for someone to fill up a role, we probably have to take them through, like companies will earmark three to six months just to fill up, you know, to interview people or um, fill a particular role. Now, what we are seeing is that these same organizations are leveraging the, the opportunities that the likes of Fiverr and Upwork provide where they can go in and within a couple of hours hire someone and they'll be able to do it. You know, they'll be, you know, they'll they'll get on their business and they'll earn. And these days organizations don't even care where you are. You know, um, you know, I work in an organization where where we are, where we run a across um, regional business or we are across regional business so what that means is that we deal with you know um talents and 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 develop you know development resource related resource across different time zones across um you know different countries now i think in in my particular remit we have about i think about 50 60 percent of of my team are actually you know based in either india or ukraine um, or the US or China, wherever the case may be, right? So what we're starting to see is that flexibility in the workplace has become a real thing, that's one. And that is obviously leveraging on the success of what, you know, um, you know the whole gig economy, you know, brings to the table. Now you're seeing um, talents not necessarily wanting to, you know, sit or, you know, be part of an organization for longer than a year. Um you know, you probably just go sign up for an organization or join an organization and you get a piece of work done and in six months you're out, you're on to the next one. And now we're starting to see that the younger generation are a lot more um, resilient. If I think if I'll describe it as that, they're a lot more re resilient and explorative and a bit more resourceful. And what that means is that we're starting to see that there's an appetite to be able to juggle multiple gigs, right? I know people personally who juggle multiple gigs um, you know, probably as a developer, you talk for an organization or for a company that's based in the US at the same and you live in the UK and you also have another client, you know, based in in in, in or wherever. And 
we'll start, you know, you see that direct impact on your wealth building, if that makes any sense. So if an economy of this nature can, you know, create this much shift, then there clearly has a future. There definitely has to be a future and there's a future for it, you know, very soon. And I think I've kind of shared these same thoughts with um, a number of my friends where you will see companies who are still in the business of hiring people full-time with a standard nine-to-five or full-time employment, roping clauses that are specific to the gig economy into contracts, right? Now, of course, for every good side of anything, right, there's there's always a disadvantage to it, which obviously won't touch. I'll probably some will knock up another session to discuss. But yeah, there is definitely a f- future. Whether... The gig economy will replace the standard nine to five. I am not entirely sure. They are traditional organizations. However, what we are starting to see is that organizations are a bit more flexible. So, you know, I you know I had a I had a um, a consultation with a with a company I think just yesterday, and they were talking about they are starting to build into their entire work culture the need to have some parts of the business driven by the gig economy, so by freelancers and talent. Um, and then some part of the business, you know, driven by full-time employment. So you're starting to see that there's a balance, um, you know, you know, happening. So, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Yes, yes, definitely it does. I mean, it's it's really clear that in spite of the fact that we still have some careers that can't fully go remote, but definitely this is something that businesses cannot pass out, pass on. Right, it's not just good for it's not just convenient for um, talents. It's also convenient for businesses. They they don't have to spend a lot on on resources, rent for a space, and all of that. It's it's a free economy. Let me let me put it that way. Another word for gay economy should be free economy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a free market to, economy. Exactly. Exactly. Totally. So um, back to you, Kosi. I'm sure you have more questions. Oh yes. I mean, thank you, Scarlett, and thank you, um, Mr. Femi, for um, that um, thorough explanation. All right. Um, over to you, Doctor Deep or Wright. Um, you do so much work in the, you know, government space. Um, so what would be your advice for young Africans, right, who are navigating their careers, trying to balance their nine to five and, you know, also trying to see how they can participate in the gig economy, right? So people who are who have a traditional nine to five or are definitely seeing the opportunities to actually make more um, freelancing um, for other companies as well. So what would be your, your advice for these young people? Who are trying to, you know, balance these two, as um, these two types of work work structure? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I would say to young Africans and everyone who is listening that, um, first of all, you know, it's it's not easy. Things are not, you know, if you have a nine to five job, and you have a part time job, you know, um, either as a software engineer a sales executive, a UI UX designer, a digital marketer. You know, it's it's not easy, but it definitely has to be done um, because you are trying to build wealth and you are trying to lead a comfortable life. So my first advice to young people, young Africans, would actually be 
to get the skills that companies are looking for. So get the skills, get the skills set, either as a graphics designer or a website design designer or a sales executive, you know, or a content writer or a resume writer, you know, whatever it is, develop that skill set first of all. Then put yourself, you know, out there. Put yourself, advertise yourself. You know, go on, you know, all of those platforms that I've actually mentioned. You know, go on Fiverr, go on, um, you know, on Upwork, on Freelance, go on IA gigs. Because if you go to the website of IA gigs, you know, they have popular gigs, they have roles that are advertised on their platform. So you actually want to ensure that, you know, you first of all arm yourself with the skills and the competencies needed to actually participate in the gig economy. So <clears throat> people have multiple jobs now. You know, people have several jobs. You know, this was not like in the 80s and the 90s where, you know, some of our parents, you know, had just one job. They worked in a ministry or they worked in a private organization for 20, 30 years. You know, now people actually move from job to job and people hold down one, one nine to five job and they have part-time job that they do over the weekend or even, you know, alongside their nine to five job. For everyone who is listening and for every young African, my, my advice to you is to get the skills and the competencies needed to actually participate in the gig economy. Could be a digital marketer, you could be a UX designer, you could be a software engineer, you could be a sales, um, a sales executive, or you could even be, you know, a social media marketer. Um, so yeah, I hope I hope again that, that answers the question. All right, thank you so much, Dr. Deep. Oh yeah, it um, it does it does answer the question. Um, as Dr. Deep was said, right. Um, get the skill first, right? Because it's, it's one thing working in the traditional work system. It's another thing working, you know, as a freelancer, right? The structures are different. The expectations are different. Um, you cannot necessarily work the same way, right? You have to tweak your workflow, tweak your work structure to meet the demands, you know, of the gig economy. So um, if you're paying attention, you'll notice that Dr. Deepo talked about higher gigs, and um, you know what we do at IAGIG. So we are like a talent marketplace, right? Where um, we connect, you know, African talents to global businesses, right? So we're playing our role. We're playing a huge part in the gig economy, trying to you know reward um, resilient Africans with you know value by connecting them to businesses who actually need you know, their talent. That's why it's important to develop these skills that you can market, you know, to these global organizations. So speaking of IA gigs, I'd like to um, move over to you, um, Mr. Femi. Um, so um, you are, you know, um, you're, you've, you've done a lot of work for IA gigs. You are deeply involved, you know, with IA gigs. How um, would you say, like, what role would you say IA gig is currently playing in the gig economy, right? We have this very overarching vision of unlocking um, talent for, you know, um, giving um, opportunities to 10 million African talents. So what, what role is...
Um, I think we lost. I think we lost you. Yeah, I think we lost him again. Um, Scarlett, it just me? Did anyone? Yeah, hear yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you, Femi. Um, Scarlett, do you want to? Do you want to rephrase the question, yeah, Scarlett? Yeah, um, I think I lost the half. Can you hear me? Yes. All right, so uh, I think he was asking what role IAGX play in um, the gig economy based on the vision of 10 million Africans, um, African talent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so um, to IA is, I mean, for those who don't know, IA is um, a talent marketplace um, with a sole aim, or one of its many, many aims. Um, which is to sort of match businesses and talents together. Um, you know, 10 million businesses or match 10 million businesses and freelancers or talents, um, you know, over, I'm not sure if we've ever mentioned how long we want to do, but I think ideally over the next two years, that's, that's um, you know, that's our sizable goal. Now, what role I is actually playing or will play in the gig economy? Now, this, and I think this is something I always, um, that sort of resonates with me and it's something I always, um, you know, talk about. So what I is basically trying to do or doing is to bridge that gap um, from, a, from a, you know, from, you know, from a payments perspective, right? So I basically um, is enabled by the security and the traceability, you know, and you know, of, of the blockchain, um, particularly crypto. So in essence, if you sign up to um, IA gigs as a talent or as a freelancer, irrespective of where you are, you can earn. And the beauty, the truth is you will earn money. But I think the uniqueness of what IA brings to the table is the fact that you can earn in crypto. And now the reason behind that USB is that for anybody on the call and if you're, in, if you're privy of how the gig economy works, particularly for Africans, right? is you are, let's say you are a graphic designer and you um, you landed a gig from a company that's based in the US or, you know, depending on the platform, typically most of the platforms like Fiverr, I think the, the main currency of transaction is in USD. Now, if you're based in Nigeria, you've never been to the US or you don't own any maybe bank accounts in the US or, or in the UK, what happens is that there is a major challenge in getting that money across to you. Most of the time, that money has to exchange hands. And by the time it filters down to you, who have actually done the work as the talent or the uh, freelancer, you've lost a huge chunk of your earnings. Um, and, and that not to mention there are certain countries or certain you know um, parts of the world where there are very strict financial rules as to how money can move across. So in essence, and I personally think it is anti, um, you know, it, it's, it's anti-freelance. But they're setting in countries like the UK where you can't just move money out. It means if you're taking money out, you either need to have an account in the UK or you need to have uh, uh, you know, a government-approved means of moving money in and out or earning money, basically. Now, what IAGIG does is, is allowing you to earn in crypto, right? And in stable coins. And you know, what we mean with coins, these are, these are another form of the crypto legal tender that's are a bit more stable, so they are not. They don't necessarily suffer the fluctuations of other 
um, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum and all that, um, you know, and, and the likes. Now you can earn anywhere, but it means that, you know, one one Solana in the US is the same thing as one Solana in, in Nigeria, right? And we also have the capability, IAGIGS has also got the capability for you to then withdraw that money into your local currency. All this with a whole simple and a seamless approach, right? And the idea is that at the moment, you know, we've just launched um, our, our product, our, you know, first release of our MVP product, which facilitates, you know, what, what exactly I've just described. The idea is that I can land a gig on IA gigs. I get verified or vetted through that process. I get the job completed. And throughout the whole life cycle of that project, you know, of, of your delivery or your work, you're being project managed. So it means that you have a seamless communication between yourself and the business. You deliver the piece of work, you get paid, whether maybe on a task basis or milestone basis, whatever, you know, whatever is agreed in your statement of works between yourself and your and the client, and you're earning in, in, in crypto, you can take that money out. No bank in the world is going to change and to say, you know what, um, you need to pay taxes or you need to, basically, you're not suffering the limitations that a standard, um, um, you know, currency will go through, you know, things like currency exchanges, um, you know, we're starting to see the whole increase or, or, or drop in the, in, the, in the value of the Naira and all. So imagine having to do those exchanges traditionally, you know, where you you either have to go to a a, a, a middleman or, or whatever the case may be, but you can earn in crypto, you can take your money anywhere in the world. And the beauty of it is that you can also take that money in a wallet, in a smart or digital wallet and go anywhere else in the world and spend it without limitation. Now, I think one of the, um, at, at, at our, our, our slogan rather is leave borderless. And I think that speaks volumes because it means that regardless of where you are, you're not only leveraging the many opportunities of the, of the gig economy. Basically, you can be somewhere in the beach in, 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 um, in our wherever it is, and you can actually be working. Aside the fact that you are that flexible, it means from a, from a, you know, from, from the, you know, reaping the benefits from a financial you are also that flexible. So it means that you can spend in whatever way, in wherever way you choose to, you choose to, and you're not losing the value of the of, of your income in any way. So, and I think that also goes a long way to actually start to push the the relevance of you know the of of, of the cryptocurrency within not just to the Western world, also within the African setting. For the very first time, we have a legal tender. There is a legal tender that is that is the same anywhere in the world. You know, you take dollars, uh, you know, a uh, hundred a hundred pound notes, rather, or sorry, fifty pound notes to to Nigeria, and you are a king. You know, or, but if you take a hundred naira or a thousand naira into the UK, you 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 you're pretty much screwed. It actually, there's no value to it. Whereas with your cryptocurrency, or your, your, you know, with your with your earnings, you can actually transact anywhere without limitation. So, and I think that's really the the U, USP. You know, that's the really amazing thing that um, IRGX is doing, particularly within the African setting. And another beauty of another thing, you know, another really amazing fact about the offerings that IAGIGS obviously brings to the table, or will be bringing to the table, is that aside these flexibilities that I've mentioned, it means that it, they're, they're also opening the African market to, to businesses, not just within Africa, but outside. And I think that's really amazing. You know, I, I work in an organization, a consulting firm where 
we don't care where it is that you live. You know, I have a guy currently who works with me and he lives all the way in 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 ba and one of the things he always complains about is by the time I earn in 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 GBP in pounds, by the time it gets to me, yes, it's a lot of money. But I know that the money would have gone through, you know, it has to go through a standard um, you know, exchange. Of course, you pay for crypto, you know, if you're you know changing or withdrawing your money from crypto into a local currency. But you know, using the stable coins, um, you, you don't have to lose a huge amount of your money compared to the, the typical way where you're losing almost 40%. So I think, you know, these are just kind of, you know, should I say two of the very, very many opportunities or very many benefits um, that, that I is bringing to the table. And I think it's something that, you know, it's an organization that that's practically here to stay. I think it's an organization that will actually be part of that paradigm shift within the whole gig economy. I hope that answers your question. Very well, very well, because I mean, you've clearly stated Aya's mission, and we are we, we are very proud of this mission. It's it's uh, basically God given, right? We are doing a whole lot of good for our wonderful continent. We are all Africans, and we are helping Africa to grow and tap into the rich resilience of our talents. So, thank you very much, Femi. Um, we will be rounding up now. Does anyone have a question? Let me check through the requests. Okay. Uh, back to you, Dr. Deepo. Do you have final words for the listeners tonight? Yeah, ultimately, um, again, I think I'm just going to re-echo, you know, some of the things I've said earlier, you know, um, you know, for folks who actually want to participate in the in the gig economy um there are several opportunities out there you know you have to decide what exactly it is that you want to do um what skills do you want to learn do you want to become a software engineer or a graphics designer or a website developer or a sales executive you know what exactly do you want to do um, in fact, you can even become an accountant, you know, who does, you know, small business accounting for folks and make a lot of money and build wealth, um, you know, via, via that, that channel. So the starting point of actually building wealth as a young African, you know, is actually to develop skills and competencies that would allow you to participate, um, you know, fully in the gig in the gig economy so you can actually do this alongside your nine-to-five job you can you can take a part-time job your nine-to-five can actually be a part-time job you know and you have your you know your other freelancing opportunities and other freelancing gigs um, on the side so working nomads you know um remote okay IR gigs, you know, are platforms that you can actually check, you know, on a daily basis to check for opportunities. So what exactly are the opportunities out there and how can you take advantage of those opportunities? How can you yourself excellently, you know, how can you sell your portfolio? Okay, and you, you know, how can you, using your, your, your Twitter profile, using your Instagram page, using your LinkedIn page or LinkedIn profile, how can you put yourself in the faces of those who would potentially require um, your services? 
Um, thank you for the invitation. I yield the mic. Thank you so much, Dr. Dipo. Uh, speaking of opportunities, uh, we have a couple from from IA gigs. So we just um, officially closed off the Web3 Fellowship Assurance and the fellowship has begun. We have a number of um, skills that um, a lot of young people have been able to get into the foundational phase. And this has begun and definitely we'll be releasing um, updates on our socials. So uh, follow us, subscribe, stay tuned. We'll be giving you updates as they happen from the Web3 Fellowship. And also we have uh, the IATEN coming soon. The IATEN is basically a hackathon, but it's uh, it's IAT themed. And more information about this will definitely be coming soon. So watch out, keep an eye out on our social, subscribe to our emails. I mean, there's all the links that you need uh, on our bio. So just hit the link on the bio and um, access all of our social media accounts to not miss any of this information. Um, just before I take Femi's <clears throat> final words, I would uh, like to allow um, Sunny to speak. So he has a question. Okay. Okay, that's that one's off. Uh, Femi, please, your final questions. Thank you. Um, so, hi, Scarlett. Can you guys hear me? Loud and clear. Cool. So, final questions or final notes? <laughs> <laughs> final words. Right? Final words. All right, cool. Um, yeah. So, I think I share the same um, sentiment as, as Deepo has, has touched on. I think as as, as Africans, not just um, meeting it to, to young Africans, I think, you know, there's no greater time than now to to apply yourselves. Um, of course, there are many opportunities and 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 you know things that that the the gig economy actually brings to the table. You can leverage it on it as much as you as you can. But the truth is that you need to skill up, right? So, and I think this is just me, you know, saying out to to anyone who's listening who so desires to begin to reap the very many um, benefits of you know what organizations like AYA um, and and the likes of Upwork and, and all the tons of other, um, you know, freelance marketplace out there. You know, the thing is, for you to obviously be able to go and say, you know, I've seen a, a potential gig that I can apply for and, and hopefully get it, you, you know, you need to have the right set of skills. And I think this is where I always try to encourage um, anyone, you know, desiring these, um, you know, these things is, find out what's really happening in the world what organizations or companies are you know are demanding um i always say that we um i think this is a, a joke that deep and i always crack we back in the day where everything you had to learn was either you know taking a walk down the library just to read and then come out and you feel like that's all you need to do now you're you've got the internet you know you've got information right at your fingertips 
So skill up, that's pretty much what um you know what how I wanna end um end this bit. Skill up, get the right skills so that you can apply yourself. When you apply yourself, then you can start reaping these benefits. Um and I think it's also an opportunity to I think uh, to your point, um Scarlett, to bring to the forefront the amazing things that are happening in Aya. So you've mentioned the fellowship, which is something I um unfortunately is closed now. So I, um but I, I think it's it's a, it's an amazing um, it's a, an amazing initiative, you know, where young people get the opportunity to, you know, to be trained and exposed to the ins of of the the you know the Web three um, space, gain all the knowledge that you can get the opportunity to work on on you know real life um, you know um, you know real use cases, real you know real you know build out applications, you know build out solutions that businesses are you know, in demand for. And what that obviously would do is at the long run, it helps you to obviously help to kind of build your 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 portfolio um, and your experience, which is the key. Um, because of course, for you to have the confidence to go and, you know, apply for a gig role, you need to have the skills. You also need to have the confidence that you've learned enough experience-wise to be able to apply yourself. Um, so I think I think that's one wonderful um, thing, and I think um, Scarlett, you mentioned the hackathon, which is also another amazing one. Um, you know where where you get the opportunity to, you know, win a prize at the end of it all. But of course, you know, applying yourself. So either you are, you know, Web three engineer, or you are, a, you are a pro Web and product manager or graphic designer, whatever the case may be. These are opportunities. So I think this is also an opportunity again to you know ask everyone. If you're not already doing that to follow our gigs, um, we're not. We don't. We don't want to describe ourselves as up and coming. We are obviously here to stay. The business is here to stay. Organization is here to stay. To actually, you know, be the torchbearer of the future of the gig economy. So I think in the long run, I you know my advice is, if you desire these benefits, because they are benefits, you, you, you know, you deserve to to build wealth for yourself, especially coming from an African perspective. Right. So apply yourself, skill up, and then begin to reap the benefits of, of, of that. I yield the mic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Femi. Uh, as you rightly said, we have, you know, we are playing our parts and we are all doing the same to ensure that the, the economy um, continues and there's a future, there's a sustainable future, and we can't do this alone. We have to do it with our talents, and it's not just about the benefits. You have to be a part of building the system itself. So once the item goes live, we're going to uh, put out the announcements, and <clears throat> even if you're not going to take part in it.